1: spera everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome to Gate7 International, your uh, your number one English source for all things Olympiakos FC and Greek football. My name is Peter. I'm here with my co-hosts Labro and Ari. We've just finished watching Olympiakos play Panathinaikos, the Derby of Eternal Enemies, in the wonderful and beautiful Leoforos Stadium. Uh, a, a disgusting game of football on both sides, really just horrible, horrible stuff today 0 zero, zero draw Olympiakos failed to register a shot on target against a team that recently conceded three goals in one game to Volos and, uh, just countless, countless fouls, countless misplayed passes. Everything was really bad today. Guys, uh, chat, we want to hear what you have to say about the game as well. What did you think? Uh, what are you mad about? What do you want to see change? We all have some opinions. I know Labro is is uh, ready, chomping at the bit to call some people out, and we'll get into that at some point today because uh, this was absolutely horrible. We already see George Kefalas. This team is sick, and I laugh at fanatics who believe we have a chance against Atalanta. Yeah, the... <laughs> Yeah, the Atalanta is going to be a rough one. Maybe uh, I, I don't have much to say about that. They're going to pack it in on us. They're going to score three or four goals and we're going to have trouble scoring anything against them. Um, yeah, we've got a bunch of comments rolling in, guys. A lot of frustration. We feel you. We absolutely feel you. We have I'm assuming this is not actually Kevin uh, Morales, but but it's that's what the name says here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's inverted a little bit it's Mira. Oh, uh, okay fair <laughs> enough well they say hello guys i think pedro has offered his maximum in the club but he has no fucking ideas anymore this football is fucking terrible i think this summer gonna be long Labro is this your burner account over here <laughs> no, should we Kevin, should we get into the the hard I'm... truths from labros yeah. the tough love let's let's hear it
0: yeah i think it's time i think it's time um I'm not going to say it tonight, but because we saw what happened last time we fired a coach when we were leading the league, I I think, but I don't think the league lead is safe, to be honest with you. I really don't think it is. Um, Adi, honestly, can I ask you a favor on scout? This may be in a tweet. When was the last time in Greece Olympiacos didn't have a single shot on goal or a single corner kick? Has that ever happened?
2: I don't
1: think in Greece,
0: it has. not in Europe. Didn't we get a corner,
2: or am I making that up?
1: No, we I didn't get a
0: uh, corner. We didn't get I, a single no, corner. no, we didn't get
2: a corners. No, okay. no single corner, no shot on target. I don't think even against Manchester City, I, I think we had a quarter
0: and but a even, shot or two. Well, against
1: Manchester City, we had Fortunis at the end. Didn't he? Didn't he come down and have that one shot? Was that on target or was it off? No, target? he
0: played a false nine the whole game. Yeah, yeah. He, he was it's uh,
2: I look. I don't. I I don't know what. To, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, the, there, there were. We'll get into it. There's a lot. Um, there's a lot of things that were bad today, and I, I saw a couple of comments. People saying like they were, you know, a lot of people blaming Martins. Some said they honestly can't blame the players. I'm sorry, I can blame the players. The, half of them couldn't even trap the ball today. We had people launching passes to the middle of nowhere. Uh, Oleg, I don't even know what the hell that was. He, he had that one ball that went right to his feet and he just like whiffed it, you know? Manola is playing balls to nobody. Marika Mara is too afraid to play the ball forward. You can blame the players. The when When the coach instills a game plan and if the players are acting the game plan competently and it doesn't work, yeah, absolutely, you blame the coach. But when the players can't even stop the ball or play the ball, they get some of the blame too. I'm sorry. Well, everybody has blame. So I, I agree with
1: you, Adi. It's not, the blame is not rested solely on one person. Um, and I maybe I'm just going to get this out of the way early and then we can get into some more uh, comments in the chat here. But like, I don't know. I'm watching this game and, and to me, it's just so disrespectful uh, from the Olympiacos players to play like this. And it it just, I mean, when you think about Olympiakos Panathinaikos, you think about one of the greatest rivalries in all of sports. Period. Uh, You think about so many big moments. Obviously, it's a bit different right now with uh, with coronavirus limiting the capacity of fans in the stadiums. Um, But this is this is Olympiakos and Panathinaikos like neutral fans come to watch these games who don't even care about the teams they come for the atmosphere they come because it's so unique and special and to think that that fixture what used to be such a great fixture that people would mark on their calendars and look forward to to think that that has turned into the football that I watched today holy hell I my eyes were bleeding and we've said it all season long the eyes are bleeding watching Olympiacos play but you would at least hope that in this game coming into Leo Foros, wanting the result, wanting to prove that we've gotten better. You would think that any player on the pitch, just one player on the pitch would do anything right the entire game. Like it was absolutely disgusting and disrespectful to Greek football, disrespectful to this club and disrespectful to this rivalry. Because honestly, with every great rivalry, there is fundamentally a appreciation between the two teams Olympiakos and panathinaikos as much as they hate each other as much as we hate each other there is appreciation but today i saw a bunch of shit footballers in red play against a bunch of shit footballers in green and fucking draw nil nil and foul each other for 90 minutes yorgos masuras what happened to you malaka you can't fucking do anything right anymore oleg what happened lala what happened Manolas, I'm going to give a pass because it's his first full game. And I think I could easily tell he was not communicating well with the players. Hopefully that improves. Václík was fine. I I can't like the goalkeeper is always hard to criticize in these games. We didn't concede. Tiquinho, who is this guy? Like, like move, do something, pass the ball, hold the ball up once. Like there's nothing. Amadi, what happened to you? even in Villa, had some moments, but wasn't great today. Like uh, every player on the pitch, you can criticize every single one. Um, even the players that came on in the end, put in a little bit more effort, but still we're just simply not good enough. We couldn't string five passes together. So I understand that Martins we've been upset with the football and, and Martins definitely deserves some of the blame, but like I, I understand this is not a, a European defeat. This is not a three nil loss in Europe and, and maybe it won't be received the same way by the press or by the board. But like, this is a moment for me when Marinakis needs to come in and express his discontent with the team. Because for me, this is utterly unacceptable. And for me, there needs to be consequences. Not, not even for the result, but just for the way the players played and showing to me that they don't give a shit about this rivalry, and they don't care about these games. And if they keep playing like this, it's going to be a 4-0, 5-0 uh, in Bergamo. So hopefully that's going to gonna make these players happy. Hopefully that's what they want.
2: Lambro, I have an answer for your question.
0: Go, go.
2: The last time Libyakos went without a shot on target and a corner, a single corner, was in the second game we played against Manchester City when we pretty much just parked the muscle mm. game. We had no That was no the game when
1: through dribbled by people at the end. We had we had
2: two <laughs> shots. They were off target.
0: Um, did, did but, we uh, but like in Greece in how Greece many shots do we have today, today, Adi? We had one shot off target. We it was Ronnie Lopez' sky to shot from like forty yards out. I remember that. Yep.
2: Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, so but um, I have not yet found a game. I'm now I'm now all the way back to Martinez's first season with the <laughs> and I have not yet found a game. I found a couple games with no corners, but I have not yet found a game where we didn't have a single shot on target. Unreal.
1: Well, guys, um, <laughs> we have a comment from Taki Sronopoulos. Fixed, guys. There is no other explanation. Are we really? <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, hold on. There was. Um, there's two comments here. Yeah, uh, bring up some more one, comments, buddy. One We're which I also comments. thought was really important. So this first one, I just want to address real quick. Thomas saw. Uh, I agree with Adi. However, we have to keep in mind that there were no options for players to pass to. The problem today was the plan, not the players. And yes, I I 100% agree as well. The static movement that we've seen on the field has been a problem all season. What happened even to the last year, the pass and move last year, we were missing a lot of the overlapping runs, which was our complaint. And we got upset that all of our movement was going through the middle because Rafinha wouldn't overlap. And Jose Jolebas could only overlap once or twice a game. This year it's okay, we get some overlaps, but where's the other off ball movement? What happened? What happened to people presenting themselves? And that to me is a system issue because when this we've seen this team do it before, they used to. So unless all the players just forgot that they're not supposed to stand and watch around when the ball's moving. Uh, The only other explanation to me is that it's not being worked on in training, and there's other things being worked on in training. Now, following that up, there's a great comment here from Stefanos Ayanidis. Pedro was scared of losing today. The system was set up to play for the 0-0 from the beginning. On top of that, the players played a collective goose egg to the point where we were actually outplayed most of the match. I was thinking about this actually in the middle of the second half, because we were sitting so deep. And I know that the setup was 3 4 3, but if you guys saw, it wasn't like a high press 3 4 3 that we saw when we first employed it. And our wing backs were staying high up the pitch, they were back. We had five defenders sitting deep. Now, I understand completely. In a, in a derby game, right? Okay, especially in a way derby game, that you play with a modicum of respect. But this is a Panathinaikos team that ate three from Volos. I get that you show respect. But there's another thing when you play without any archivia at all. And that's what it was. We sat back. Forget the fact that we couldn't complete a pass. We we just didn't do shit. And we didn't play like we wanted to.
0: Mm. Yeah, Adi, I agree with you. Um I don't know. The team is just so bad. It's so bad. Um, I think, um, I think it's just, what, what can you say, guys? We've known this the whole season, the whole, the, if the league was just slightly better, I think we would be in disaster and I think Martins would be getting ready to be gone already. Personally, I think, I think, um, I think it's time to go. I wouldn't offer him a new contract. I tell him to leave. I, I tell him this is it. Um, because I already know what's going to happen. He's going to lose in the cup. We're going to lose in Atalanta. We're going to win the league, but he's going to lose in the cup. He's going to choke. He's a choke artist in the big games, uh, in the cup. He always chokes in the cup and he'll do it again. Um, I just think Pedro Martins lacks ideas and he's not the man who's going to change things, uh, this time around. I think the, the, the five, two, three was a complete joke. And, we talk about the players playing well, but the players haven't played this system in how many months? And most of these players haven't played this system together either. I'm I'm trying to think about it. Um, when was the last time we played that? I, I just think it's, it's bad. Um, I think a whole lot of players have to leave this summer. I think that's clear. Um, and I think a lot of players are not very good. Uh, really, the only players I i think showed up today were i know Manolas didn't make uh, many great passes i thought he was good tonight though i thought sokaratis was good tonight actually did solid and i know jan and via didn't have his best game but i think he's fantastic i thought he was decent tonight there was no options for him i think he was trying he was cutting off passes and i think that was about it to be honest with you i really don't know what to say this team looking by the transfer market it's january 16th and they signed a kid from paris is he going to solve the creativity issues in the midfield i don't think so they're not seriously looking for options in the market what are you going to do the subs make no sense martin's i think has just lost the plot karbovnik coming on i like karbovnik but coming on was a joke sticking with this five three two 2 until the whole 5-2-3 until the end was a joke i i I think it's over. I think I hope the bags are packed and he's gone this summer. I just hope he's gone. This team needs a new identity. It needs a new coach because I think Pedro Martins is done. I I really, I can't wait for this season to be over. We're going to go get pumped in Atalanta. I hope he holds on to the championship and we can win the league. I expect him to lose in the cup like usual, but that's what we can expect. I, I think we can't repeat what we did with Takis Lemonis, we have to hold on to Martins to win the league. And then we got to tell him to, to fuck off. I think that's it. Signing him to another year would be a disgrace and be an embarrassment. I think it's time for him to go. I think just let him finish off and t- win the league. That's it.
1: Hi, Costa. Well, nice, well, uh, nice of you to join us. You, you came in at a, a very nice time. What have you got to say? I'm, I'm sure you've you've got a few things to get off your chest after the game.
3: Well, before we start saying fuck off to Pedro Martins, I think, yeah, let's calm down a little bit. Um, Before we continue, don't forget to like and subscribe. Make sure you always get your regular Olympia updates. We go live after matches. We organize preview shows with special guests. Um, Hit that like button, subscribe, hit the bell. Okay, real talk. Shameless Uh, plug. No, but seriously. Um, no, yeah. Also, Costa, real
0: quick, when was the last time Olympiakos has not had a shot on target or had a corner in Greece? Do you think in a Greek league game? When do you think?
3: Uh, look, uh, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, let me let me start by saying this. I expected this was going to be a hard game, uh, but that one way or another, we would win it. A moment of individual brilliance. I was never ever expecting us to play good football today. But I thought that individually we have enough quality in that team for somebody to do something to, you know, get us the win one way or another. I think the way that the team was set up today was wrong is the mentality of a coach that doesn't know or that, that's lost the plot. Why do you go and play against the Panathinaikos side that lost 3-1 last week to Volos? Why do you go and play with three at the back? Why don't you play a 4-2-3-1 with a creative player behind your striker? Tekinio and El Arabi are struggling so much. They're struggling e- like even when they have that creative support, which we've barely had all year, because the only times that we've scored goals this year is when we've been countering or when we've pressed high up the field with Aguibu and stolen the ball. No Aguibu, no party. And I'm going to go out on a limb here. I, I'm really not sure we're going to make a win in January, guys. We've got Panatolikos in the cup on Wednesday. We've got Bas at home next Sunday. And we've got Pauk away. Oh, I will not I be surprised. I'm on a roll. No, 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 no. Go, 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 go. I, was, yeah. I will not be surprised if we do not make a win in January. The performance today, there are really just no words for it. It's like woeful lackluster there was a bit of passion in the first kind of 15 20 minutes which normally in a derby even the even like the, the great derbies that we remember like years ago there was you know the first 20 25 minutes is normally us and them kicking each other you know and and, and the blood kind of just rising up in the the players the fans and everything but this this is not only because and to Labro's point zero shots on target in 90 minutes so that's what you've got to prove away from home and zero corners like nothing no penetration we are lucky our opponents are worse than us let's be clear on that because they they're the reason we're winning the league this year we're not we're going to win the league this year but we're not going to win it because we're good we're going to win it because everyone else is utter utter shit the low level of domestic opponents in our league has led our team and the entire surrounding ecosystem to a false sense of security and superiority. We will win the league again, I repeat. And I feel I feel sick saying that, but today was woeful. Um, that's what I got.
1: Yeah. Well said, Costa. I agree with you. Um, As do I actually. was going to, the only reason I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but what I was going to say is uh, I'm glad you brought up the Pout game. Cause I did want to say that eventually we go to Tumba in two weeks and I, I do not see us winning that game. I would like, I don't know what I would do if we win. I would like, yeah, I would like, there's no chance in my mind. We, we beat Pauk and Tumba. If we draw I will be happy, but I think, yeah, we could very easily go the entire month of January without winning a single match, which for Olympiacos is, is just unacceptable. We have a bunch of uh, messages coming in the chat here. Um, I'll, I'll just throw a few up and you guys uh, feel free to highlight some ones you like as well. We have uh Fetanos here says, did you guys see Ronnie fighting with, I think, Maddie in the first half after his shot? which was our only shot of the entire game that he blew over target. seems like there's a bit of frustration between the players locker room lost. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's, it's difficult to play in this team at this point. I'm sure they're not having a lot of fun. So it just seems like things are getting very bad and maybe some issues off the pitch between the players personally could be behind that as well. What do you guys think?
2: I, when it comes to, when you lose the locker room, right, there's, I've, I've personally been in locker rooms that were lost and complete shit, and I promise you there will be a lot more consistency in on-the-field issues if the locker room is really lost. This this is – if it continues to happen, it's something that's going to concern me. But the team hasn't been playing well. This is now two draws, right? Uh, so we haven't really started off the, the new year very well. And it's frustrating, and I guarantee that the players were also probably a bit on edge because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Mighty Nike speak to them before the Derby?
0: Yep, so he
2: did. He did. There's, there's probably, the, you know, the, I imagine everybody was is has been stressed, and when you're not playing well, like especially people that want to win and are what's the word I'm looking for, like high competitors it doesn't sit well within and everybody gets moody. That's just the nature of things. I don't believe that it's necessarily a lost locker room yet. If we continue to see on-field outbursts like this and a lack of control, then yeah, then I'll begin to believe it. Uh, but there's another comment here that uh, I think we should address. Stefanos Buburis, we're nine points ahead of Bach, relax. In the beginning of the season, or I should say the first half of the season, we talked about how a lot of what we were doing, a lot of our play, was not sustainable. You can't rely on production and getting goals and opportunities off of individual brilliance or capitalizing off the half mistake here and there. And we've done that in the first half of the season. Largely, that's how we scored. Wonder goals from Agi Bukamara off of corner kicks, or wonder goals from whoever outside of the box. Now it's not happening, and we rode that. And now we've had two games in a row where, where it, we didn't have it and we're not scoring. So, a three game lead, a nine point lead, when the teams behind us are getting. 12 penalties in how many games, or winning their games, wh- however, they're winning them. It's not a safe lead. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, a nine point lead is so not safe. I don't know. Like,
1: not even close. Like, hey
3: guys, guys, I lost the Panatolikos today 2 1. Yeah. After going 1 <laughs> 0 up, right? Yep. Pauka winning their games with penalties every week. Yep. I'm sorry, but I, I just do not want to believe that I'm living in a world where we don't win the league this year. And I said it before, it's not because we're way better. It's because everyone else is far, far worse than we are. And I'm seeing all the comments in the chat, like, relax, we're nine points ahead of Park, et cetera. It's not, I don't give a shit about Park, whatever. We're, like I said, we're going to win the league. Is what I'm seeing on the pitch, this is not Olympiacos. This is and and this is where I, to an extent, agree with Labro about the coach. Is that he's lost the plot, man? It's like it's so clear that this team is lacking any creativity, any penetration, any kind of play through the middle. It's just pass the ball out to the wings and hit and hope, without any players in the box. It. There's no plan. I've said it a hundred times, and I've defended the coach that preseason was a bloody disaster with what happens with COVID. That he couldn't gel a team together. He starts preseason four four two. Tikiu gets injured. Fortunis gets injured. What's my creative piece? Agüero Camara comes out of nowhere. Basically, becomes our player of the season with Papsise. Now he's gone. And now we see there's no creativity against that Bolonaz, no creativity against Barcelona. And on 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 that preseason piece and the fact that he didn't gel a team together, I defend the coach. What I can't stand though, what I don't understand about what he's doing is his game management. Is why do you change to a four four two system at half-time when four four two hasn't worked for you in any game? You know, okay. It's different when you go, go to a 4 4 2 in the 80th minute and you bring a striker on looking for a goal at nil-nil, Yeah, against Fener when he brought Tiquinho on. Fine. But when has 4 4 2 worked for him? What, you don't have to be a tactician or a, even know a lot about football to understand that yep. you need to bring something creative on at halftime. Who's going to give Veladabi the ball? Who's going to give Tiquinho the ball? They need the ball in the box. Who was doing that today? Uh, that that that's that's what I don't understand and that's why I'm more and more coming to this like I want something fresh at the end of the season again I've said it before I can't wait for this season to be over
0: yeah
2: I am in agreement we also have a don't uh, worry it's gonna be groundhog
0: day as well Martin's gonna get the new contract according to uh the propaganda so sounds good to me we're going to go for another year of this shit. Woo. Let's go, everyone. You excited? No signings. We need a midfielder badly. We signed a 20-year-old from Paris who's going to play on the B team. Let's go, everyone. We're going again. Are we not uh, excited? No one's excited? No? Nothing? Quick comment here before
2: um, Fuck's sake. Fuck's Peter sake. gets I just... into uh, our sponsorship ad read. Um, from uh john tabucas talk about our xg 0. 0.02 that's what it's going to be fucking garbage uh peter 0. i think you 02. have a. that's what it's going to be i i, I haven't <laughs> seen it yet i'm just guessing it's probably going to be 0. 0.02 well 100%. guys
1: you know you know what's a lot better than than talking about how shit Olympiacos are talking about balls and not <laughs> footballs okay balls. Uh you know it's the elephant in the room is that we have a very male audience and we're marketing to that. Um so so we just have a quick message for you and then we'll get back to the discussion about the game. Um support for Gate 7 International is brought to you by Manscaped. It's the new year folks. Olympiacos have uh, have made their new year's resolution of shaving goals away from their team and having a clean a clean slate of no goals in their games, um, you can make the New Year's resolution of having no hair on your crotch with the help of the Landscape... Landscape, fuck me. Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. The, the Performance Package 4.0 is headlined by the Lawn Mower, which I have right here. It's a beautiful machine. Notice it even has an LED light that allows you to... To see your path and pave the way, uh, it provides a nice, close, tight, and efficient shave with technology that is is uh, optimized to minimize the amount of times you cut yourself. Um, it's they've they've thought about this, they've innovated it. Uh, it's a beautiful product. I genuinely like. Maybe this is too much information, but I genuinely use it. I used it yesterday. It gets the job done, but. That's not all that Manscaped offers to you, folks, because if you want the full performance, you need the full performance package. And that involves these two beautiful bottles of goodness here. We've got the Crop Reviver Ball Toner. I don't know if you can see that, but it says Ball Toner on it. You you give yourself a little rub of that down, down south, and it gives you nice, refreshing rejuvenation to the skin. And then we have anti-chafing crop preserver ball deodorant. Now this this stuff is going to keep you smelling nice and good. It's a it's a section of your body that gets very sweaty, so this is important. And that's not all. If you buy the lawnmower, this is this is one thing that I like. It comes with these little bonus comb thingies, so you can give yourself a fade if you want. You can give like a little fade. Get a little creative with the styling Hi, right, Peter, there I think you're you using too much levels. of that free
0: product, you know? I so just...
1: anyway, folks, I'm going to wrap it up because that was a very long ad read. But if there's one thing that you want to change about yourself in the new year, make it your hygiene down low. It's very important. And Manscaped is the number one way to do that. We have a promo code G7INTL. If you go to manscaped.com, Use our promo code. You get 20% off and free shipping on everything, including all the stuff from the Performance Pack 4.0. So head on over there right now, folks. Get the top drawer stuff that you need to keep your stuff top drawer. Thank you, guys. Let's get back into the game.
0: Beautiful. That was beautiful, Peter. Um, I think we all needed that, whatever the hell that was. Um, (laughs) So... Getting back to, to the situation at hand. I, um, God, I, I don't even know what to say after that goddamn mad read. That was so good. Well, Shit.
1: let's, before we get back into the game, let's just say once again, we've had a couple people rolling in late. Uh, if you haven't done so already, don't forget to click the subscribe button, guys. It really helps us yeah. out and it's completely free. You can unsubscribe whenever you want. But if you click subscribe now, you'll be able to know whenever we post a video or go live ever. Uh, and, and obviously we've got a lot of stuff coming out. We've got all sorts of new content coming in. So the subscribe button is right there, folks. It's completely free. It's just one click. Uh, and if you do it, it helps us out quite a bit. So back into the chat, uh, back into the chat, cause we do have a few messages coming in, uh, and some of them are not about the ad read. So we have, uh, Panos Aghelakis is the most recent one I see here. So I'm just going to bring that up. It's time for a change. Like the year when we bring Guillermo Valbuena, El Arabi, Podence, Semedo, Sa. To be fair, that was two years. But uh, this was a family. Now it's so mixed and terrible. We need years to grow a team. We mix every six months. So many different players. It's not possible. And the players have to fight for this club and history. So uh, I think like it's difficult because uh, I hear a lot of people say uh, we cannot get rid of Martins because the replacement will not be as good. Uh, you know, it's going to be hard to find a manager who's done what Martins has done for the club, so we should just hang on to him. Um, for me, you can say the same thing about the players because uh, as, as Panos's uh, post indicates, we've had a lot of trouble replacing our players. Uh, Chimikas leaves, and obviously Chimikas is a one-of-a-kind talent, uh, but we have nothing to replace him. Hodens leaves. We've not had a, uh, a winger with the creative ability that he has uh since he left. Fortunis, uh, he hasn't left, but he's got injured. And we struggle to even play the four, two, three, one anymore because we miss a player like him. Uh, and and countless other examples. So I think uh this is a lot easier said than done. Um the club are trying to bring in new players they're trying i think the hard part is getting rid of our own players that nobody wants because they uh they they rape underage women oh sorry did i say that out loud
0: um you know i think that's that's ruben tomato let's just say this too ruben smoto needs to fuck off so hard like (laughs) i there was more news about him getting beat up like this guy needs to leave the country anyway that's neither here nor there go on peter Oh no, that
1: was, that was about it. I'm just, yeah. I mean, I, I get people are frustrated about all sorts of things, but it's not as easy as just, Oh, bring in a new squad of players, chop and change everyone. Like
0: I don't get the the fear of bringing in a new coach. Like I don't think Pedro Martins really, I think Marco Silva did more with shittier players. I'm going to be honest with you. That's that. I think there's been Olympiacos player coaches who are better than Martins. Martins just able was, able to build something and sustain it in martins unlike the other ones wanted to stick around as well i think that says a lot i just i don't think martins tactically is as good as and man management wise is as good as some of the other coaches we had um that's just my opinion the football we're playing now is worse than paulo bento let's be real honest about that the football's worse than beznikasi for me right now as well that Beznikasi fucking sucks but i don't think he never had a corner or shot on target against the team. I don't know. Martins, thank you for all the memories, but it's um the idea we can't find a better coach than Martins. I I really doubt it. I think I really think it's it's just not true. I think uh I think and as the prompt says below, is it time to go? It is time to go. But like I said, it's not time to go this season because it will not bring anything. We just need to hold on to the championship, like Costa said. Uh, we need to lose in the cup like Martins does almost every season and get destroyed in Europe and move on. That's it. But the one thing we can't allow happen is to lose the league because we fire Martins, which I think could happen if we do fire Martins. So he has to stick around to lose us the cup like he usually does because he chokes, and then to to lose um Losing Atalanta as well. I I have him respect. That's what I'm saying right now. He can finish the season, but let's be honest. Is he going to beat Atalanta? He's not going to beat Atalanta. He's probably going to lose by four or five goals. He's probably going to choke in the cup like he did last season with the disgraceful performance he put out. And yeah, play shitty football until the end of the season. I think that's about right. Will I be happy to see him go? Yes, but um, thank you for all the memories. There were some fantastic memories. The first two years were great. The last two years were tragic, but we move on the biggest benefit to Martins really has been the complete fall from grace from Greek football teams. But I'll tell you one thing. I think um, I next season is going to be very good with a new stadium. And I slowly have been noticing that Panathinaikos is building up momentum to b- have the government basically build them a new stadium. Things are changing. It's not always going to be like this. And let Martins go to the Premier League if that's what he wants. I'm happy. Let let him sign with anyone who wants him. I Thank you for the memories. Thank you for rebuilding the club. But the club's almost back at square one where you took it. I'm going to be real honest with you at that moment. That's my opinion.
3: So, cool. you know, so you know, Everton sacked their manager today.
0: Let him go. Let If he wants to go to Everton, let him go. I just,
3: well, I, Everton had a Portuguese manager not too long ago. I think he was our manager too.
0: Marco Silva did, right? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Marco Silva. But you know
0: who's doing great this season also in the championship? Marco
3: Silva. Marco Silva.
0: (laughs) He's a he's a good manager. I I think he's much better manager than Pedro, that's my opinion. But
3: he didn't have the players he had weren't as good as the players we have now on paper. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, I have a question for you guys. So it's like it's kind of like a chicken, chicken or egg type of question. So is the the reason for what we've seen, is it because Martins has lost the plot entirely or with the players that have been brought in over the last two seasons specifically, has Martinez seen in training and what have you that what he has cannot do what he like what he could in the first two seasons and therefore has caused a complete adjustment the with the players we have currently are we capable of playing a high pressure system with high tempo like we did in the first two seasons who
1: fucking cares it, like if we if, if Martine said go out there and press and they couldn't do it it cannot possibly be any worse than what we saw today right
0: i agree
2: like Ma- like I'm just wondering if that's why all of a sudden we've seen this regression, like this super conservative approach. Sure that's
0: fair, but
1: we've seen this for four months. So like why yeah. didn't why didn't Martines just be like, oh well turns oh, I thought they couldn't press, but turns out they can't do anything because they're shit footballers. So like I'll just tell them to press and we'll fucking hope for the best.
3: No, that's but that's kind of my I, I I said it earlier when Agib was in the team, things happen because he can press and that's the only time we play 4-2-3-1 this season is when Agui right. was in the team also that's can it. I say
0: something yeah Costa the the team has been constructed by an absolute moron like who built this team like the wingers are shit the midfield doesn't work together the fullbacks are shit we've been looking for a fullback for three years two and a half years like do I need to read a freaking article from Todeka GR about how brilliant everything is like i'm going to say something real quick for everyone out there there's a lot of bullshit in the media about the signings about the business Olympiacos is doing and i'm just going to say it straight the signings are not <laughs> not going great this team is not is not on a good drone the the signing of fandinga fandinga is a good start but you know what
2: He's long-term. That's not a fix This for team, anything, This right? team
0: is not a modern European football team. I'm just going to say it straight. Like, This team is not a team that is serious about doing things in Europe, a team that's serious about, about making progress. It's it's clear. In the. Men- I would say Martins doesn't have that mentality. Martins is a short-term thinker at the moment, wanting results over any sort of development of the club and the team. And that's where the team's broken. There's no long-term vision. It's always, we need to get the result. We need to get the result. We need to get the result. And there's no development. And the transfers show that as well. Instead of developing of Roussaint, you bring in shit players from Arabia. Like, it's not good enough. And the way Martins has treated some players is really poor. Really, really poor. Like, I see people bringing it in here. Kutris and Yanis Masuras. I don't know about Yanis Masuras, but the treatment of Kutris was a disgrace by the club. You want to hear more treatment by the club? Dimitris Pinakas has been completely mistreated by the club because he didn't want to come because they were going to throw him in the second team after having an amazing season. The club, I think, takes a lot of blame. And Maybe that's not going to be popular for me to say. Maybe that's not great for me to say um, for all involved. But the club is just... It's not a serious football team. When Mar- Marinax blew up this team two years ago after Besnikasi we saw steps that made us think okay maybe this thing's turning around but this team has regressed back to a team of of just balkan style football just get this player here get the result there and there's no vision and it's clear the 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 team is it's just poor it's poor it's really poor the development is poor it's it's really bad it's really bad at the moment and the only thing saving this club right now, again, Costa said it, is how shit everyone else is and how poor the infrastructure of the rest of the league is because Olympiacos' level right now is really poor. I think this team would get relegated easily in England. It would get relegated in almost every single top five league, I would say. It got destroyed by Frankfurt. Frankfurt is barely a football team in, in the Bundesliga this season, and they look 10 levels higher than us. I think that shows you the state of Olympiacos right now. And it's sad to say, but that's the state of the club.
1: Yeah, I think um, you, you mentioned it in and Costa said it earlier, but um, we're really being, in a way, uh, I think the phrase Costa said is false sense of security with respect to how bad the other teams are. Um, we're sort of being led to believe that because we win the trophy, um, you know, it's fine. And and uh, we're okay, and I think the players know that. I think the players know that they can come out and do this and win the league still every single day, and they have done. Uh, and at the end of the day, as well, it has to be said that we can lose to Atalanta in Europe, uh, and and people won't be disappointed. Well, I mean, you know, obviously it might depend on the way we play, but like, it's not the expectation to beat Atalanta, a team that have been in the Champions League the last few years and are are very exciting and competitive and so right now with the players it's just so easy for them to to like they're not really motivated at all um and so it it is and yeah we're being helped but we're also being hurt by it is what i would say
0: and you know one of the biggest problems i say also is the situation in greece um i'm half dutch so i pay attention the If a team played like this in the Netherlands, one of the top three, the reporter would say, you played like shit. Do you think you deserve to be fired? You have performed terribly. That is the type of question that will be asked. In Greece, that's non-existent. If someone asked Pedro Martins, you've been playing like shit, and you play poorly, or the players suck, they would never be allowed back in the press conference. And that's a big problem. No one is questioning Pedro Martins. Go read what they asked him after the game. Oh, you got the result, but was the performance a little off? Are you kidding me? Is this real journalism? Is this a joke? Will someone go up there and ask him a real question? Will someone ask the players a real question? Does anyone have the balls to do it? I don't think so. That's a big problem too. There's no self-criticism. There's no criticism. Everything's great. No one asks questions. No one can ask Pedro Martins, why do we play like shit? Like, is it that hard? I don't know. It's I, I it's frustrating and Maybe someone needs to ask that question. Why does no one ask any hard questions of the coach or the players? No one ever. I wonder why. I wonder why. That's it. That's all I got to say as well. It's a joke.
3: The, I, uh, you're you're right, and you know some people in the comments are frightfully saying who the media is controlled by. In different cases, different people. We don't need to go into detail, um, but I mean. No, uh, sorry, I I lost my track. I thought I'll come back to it. Go.
0: Yeah, fair. But the biggest thing is self criticism and looking within, and that does not happen at Olympiacos. No one critic. Did you guys see what happened in Nottingham Forest when results were going to shit and all of that? Um, and what's happening now at Nottingham Forest? The fans turned on the team. The media in England turned on the team, and they cleared out the boardroom and brought in a new coach, brought in um, a new scout, a new head of director. Could that ever happen at Is What if someone wrote an article, the management has been shit, the team construction is poor and the team plays like shit. And what would happen to them? I don't, I don't know what would happen to them. I don't know.
3: What I wanted to say is that we have seen many times before how quickly the media, public opinion... Can turn in Greece not just in sport I'm talking in general we know what it's like in Greece so we know it can change very quickly I don't know whoever listens to the radio daily after the Apollon result last week you they're not being the at that level of criticism that labor was talking about. But people are starting to ask those questions now. You know, what is Pedro Martinez doing? Why is he insisting on certain things? Why does he play this system? Why does he play? Doesn't play that. So it starts. And believe you me, there's a reason also why the Olympiacos journalists are coming out on the radio and they're saying January is going to be an incredibly difficult month. Look at that fixture list. And it can, it can change very quickly, guys. They, they said that Martins' manager was supposed to come to Athens this week. Have we heard anything? So it's one of those things. They just toss it out in the media, say, yeah, his manager's coming over. Everything's fine. But honestly, Costas Lianos dropped that in the chat earlier. I wouldn't be surprised if Everton came knocking. And things can change very quickly in the next few weeks I believe I'm not coming out as some prophet or making prediction or anything things can change very quickly I think we all agree on one thing is that see out the season if if he doesn't go in January see out the season win the league and then we go from there
1: <laughs> would you guys take Rafa Benitez fuck <laughs> <worse. laughs>
0: I would take no. Rafa Benitez. Why not? No, Screw absolutely it. not. <laughs> no, absolutely
2: not. Yeah, I didn't.
0: Do you know who that. I want? I want a Dutch manager to come in, but I don't think it's going to happen. JBS, John van Schip's available. Jesus Christ, can Ronald Coman, I would take. Is that bad?
1: <laughs> That's a take, lah, bro. Get out of Louis here. Louis van
0: Gaal is he available? Louis van Gaal is he available? And in, in the like wheelchair? Did you see him van driving the available. cart because he hurt his back before? Never mind. Honestly,
2: but, guys, it's like tough to it for. It's tough to follow the conversation because all I'm thinking of is how bad we're gonna be sodomized by Atalanta. That's all I'm thinking about.
0: It's gonna be so bad, guys. Like, that's I, all I can think
2: about right now. I'm so worried. I'm so worried, so, I, I am so worried I'm, for that. I'm so scared, guys. I, don't, I hate I really to say don't, it. Yeah.
1: Don't worry about Atlanta. I uh, we should probably worry about Pauk. I, I hate to say it. I think we should be very worried about Pauk because, you know, they're not going to beat a six nothing. Hopefully, but like, our our at least the four of us, our DMs after we lose to Pauk, not nice. Just saying guys, Twitter Twitter not, after we lose to Pauk,
3: not nice. It's not going to be fun. Not, one game at a time, guys. We've got yeah, no, exactly. One up.
0: game at a. T- who who's midweek? Panatolikos.
3: yeah it's uh it's it's on Wednesday it's at three o'clock local time at home
0: or is that away
3: at home I believe yeah
0: (sighs) okay (laughs) oh no oh no we'll see um so depressing guys so depressing why so depressing so depressing I I don't know
2: I think it's fair to say with there's no coaches grade, no match, no man of the match
3: today. You know, it's a shame. You know, we do these really nice graphics like after a game, play <laughs> ratings and whatnot. I know. And like, I, I don't oh, even God. feel like doing it today. I don't even know what to write. It's like, meh. I could just, I could just literally do one and write. Meh Rachel. five. Meh, meh five. Meh. 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 Honestly, Honestly like, I, I'm down.
1: I'm actually down. Maybe like a five point five for Vatslit because he didn't let any goals in. But, but like,
0: I'm trying to th- so this is the this is the crazy thing, like i am struggling to watch this team. I don't know, maybe this is another. I'm struggling so hard to be excited to follow the team, and I don't know what's changed like it's just so difficult because you just don't feel like the players are giving it. you don't feel like the manager's giving it, you don't feel like anyone cares and I don't know, it's just difficult, even when When Martins came in or with Besnikasi, there was hope, like things could change things. Right now, it just seems like we're riding it out until the summer, which I think we should do. And that's it.
2: Well, Lambro, in the end, like this is it's entertainment for us. Right. And when you're not being entertained by the product that's in front of you, what you why? Like then it's like you're doing something you're not enjoying as much. Exactly, and it's it's fair to say like the product isn't good it's not as good as it was so therefore it's less enjoyable and you're less likely to want to do that if you have a video game that you don't like playing it's not entertaining do you keep playing it no unless you have a certain level of masochism or you're like me and i can't <laughs> not i have to finish the game like i i have a problem i can't just leave a game unbeaten like i could hate it it could be the worst game in the world but if i started it And like, I know some detail or at least enough detail. I have to finish it out. That's Mm. like, guys, I'm the only type of person that will do that.
1: Guys, we just know what's going to happen every time. It's that simple. Like, like me uh, as a scientist, the way my brain works is like you gather evidence and you use that evidence to, to revise your predictions and to make predictions. And we say it all the time, but every game is the same, guys. Every game is the same. And the only thing that's different now is today, as Costa sort of mentioned uh, in a way, today we didn't have Agibu Kamara. And it seems like without Agibu Kamara in the 18th minute scoring from the top of the penalty box on a, on a, a volley from a set piece, uh, the 18th minute Agibu Kamara goal mm-hmm. didn't come today. Uh, and as a result, we didn't score any goals. So instead of 1-0 Agibu Kamara goal, it was 0-0. And we know what's going to happen every time we're going to sit, we're going to go up for the game. We're going to watch. It's going to be shit. And Martinez is going to not make the changes we want, if any changes at all. Uh, and, and it's just like, it's hard to be entertained when it's like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to waste two hours of my life. And I know exactly what's going to happen. I could, I could get, you know, I could go do whatever for two hours and have the same level of knowledge about the game. But so anyway, guys, like it's,
0: one yeah. last thing, Peter, can, One I, last can thing. I add something? Exactly. Um, does the lack of transfer movement show you what the club is thinking about Martins, Atalanta, and the team past this moving into the summer? Does the lack of movement on transfers for to, to help and freshen the squad say what they think of Martins? I don't know. No, I, Just, I
2: didn't expect there to be movement. First of all, there's we have less money coming in from Europe, and there's a very low likelihood that we progress. Why, I as a president i wouldn't put more money out why yeah. would i dump more money if i know i'm not going to get anything out of it that I, I i expected that mm. to be honest but that's just me personally
3: i'm i'm personally not a huge fan of making big moves in january anyway i think you can make some corrections but you know realistically we just we need what, a creative
0: what, midfielder so bad and it's just like where Grenier is the only name that comes to my mind on a free to come mm-hmm. in and just give you six months to a year, you know. But
3: again, but yeah. that would basically be that would basically be negating the reason why we re-signed Valbuena yeah. in the summer.
0: I don't know why I don't know why they and didn't that's, they re-signed That's probably the business. reason why
3: they're not signing Grenier Labro. Because Maybe. it shows yeah. they fucked up. So why yeah. did they resign him in the summer? And I yeah. I'm going to say it again, I love saying it. it Nicola Kopulos was going out on the radio saying, "Oh, why did we sign him? Oh, we resigned him so that he can sing songs when we win the league at the end of the year." So I uh, mm. I, I don't even find that funny. Like I don't find that funny. Are we a joke? Like are we a joke? I don't think
0: retirement home like are you kidding me? Like Yeah, it's disappointing.
3: Well guys, can we I try think and that's end on, all we've can, got? Can can we try and end on something positive? <laughs> is there anything positive that we uh, can do I mean,
0: tonight. I, I'm gonna say typically being
1: 20% off if you use the, the discount code is pretty damn positive to me. You being able to click subscribe to our channel is also quite positive. Uh,
2: it's, you know, it's also it's positive be when you see about. young young talent from really big academies getting sniped over here. Two of the kids yeah. that are coming over, the Real Madrid and PSG product. The PSG product uh, I looked at, I have a deep dive ready. That'll probably come out sometime this week. Uh, and he, he looks pretty good, all things considered. So there's there is a silver lining that at yeah. least there's a some type of long-term vision. And we're this club is getting pretty good at grabbing, especially some of these French talents that are coming out. Yeah. So maybe there's one thing.
1: Yep. Tequino did have a nice new haircut. He was looking good did, on the pitch, to be fair. If I
3: see another picture of somebody at Pavlos the Barber's head, head shop, I'm going to...
0: Yes, they all take the selfies at the barbershop. It's like, fuck's sake, stop getting so many haircuts, you idiots. Didn't Henry teach you already? This is not good. Like, I, I...
3: He doesn't go to Pavlos the barber shop.
1: He goes, he goes to, to, to Turkey, Turkey man. And... Pavlos is not, is not good enough for him. Anyways, guys, um, yeah, that's about all that we're going to have for today. As Adi said, we do have the deep dive. We didn't want to do it today because we're already getting close to an hour, but Adi's going to record that and upload it to our channel sometime next week. Uh, We're going to make you subscribe to find out when rather than telling you when. So you know the drill, folks. Uh, If you enjoyed today's stream as hard as it was uh, to, you know, stomach the result today be sure to leave a like comment and tell us what you thought about the game and and most of all make sure to share with your friends who support Olympiacos to make sure that uh, our message continues to connect the network of Olympiakos fans across the world until next time guys we'll we'll be back again as bad as the team is we'll always be here for you uh thank you so much for watching as always especially if you've made it this far see you next time
3: You just listened to an episode of the Gate7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiakos fans from Brussels to Tokyo, from Toronto to Geneva. We are four Olibiagos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never miss out on the latest updates and stories of the team you love. If you liked what you heard, make sure to follow us on social media at Gate7intl Give us a subscribe on YouTube or even leave a review on all our podcast channels. Until next time, this is our team, our city and our story. Thrilos ise, στο